This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to WIP Morning Show. It's a Tuesday morning in the Delaware Valley and one of those rare days when Al Morgani and I are both here. Al, good to see you. It's been a while. Yeah, I had... Two games. So. A lot of hockey this week, right? A lot of hockey. A lot of hockey. And Keith Jones, you were telling me, Jonesy had to leave here at <laughs> 9.30. To yeah. Head up to, he had to drive all the way to Buffalo. Well, he had, uh, he had Slim drive him up there. Or, uh, oh, he the, had a guy? Oh, yeah. Okay. He always has a guy. But you said that by the time he got there, he seemed He's, a uh, bit uh, yeah, tired. Yeah, his interviews. I, I credited him with doing a great, great and he actually says, no, that wasn't very good. He <laughs> said, yeah. You guys played really well in that period, uh, TK. And TK goes, no, actually, we were really bad, Jonesy. Jonesy has often told me, Al, he doesn't always watch the game, got- even when he's doing it. That may be indication of that. Yeah, well, well, we got, here's our roster. Hey, John Johnson's uh, in as our yes. co-host Morning. today. Al Borghetti's here, reuses here, and we got some guests today. 8 o'clock, Brandon Graham. Gotta love it. And our giveaway today, I'll, I'll tell you what it is now. Our giveaway today is a autographed, phenomenal replica helmet signed by Mr. Brandon Graham. It's nice. the full-size helmet. The black helmet. It's the black helmet. Oh, that's the coolest one. Yeah. And and he signed it. That is a once-in-a-lifetime type of item. And how we're going to give that away today. Johnson is the judge today. Brandon Graham's 34 and still excellent. Mm-hmm. 11 sacks this season. Players who are still great, past or present, right? We're going to do past them all. Past or present, yes. Past or present, still great after 30. Uh-huh. Now, the ultimate judge of this is Johnson, and understand he's quirky. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, I mean, there's some obvious low-hanging fruit. <laughs> Not positive you'll pick them. There are four prizes to go with today, including... Uh, NFC East Division Championship stuff at a Visa gift card. Who is still great or was still great after 30? Mm. Keeping in mind, Johnson's your judge. Hi. All right. Uh, we got Ross Tucker up at 7. We got Brandon Graham at 8. And we're going to have some fun with Merrill Reese at 9, the voice of the Eagles. Right. Because uh, he did a Q&A with Philly Mac. Right. Do you know he has been a performer since he was eight years old? Ah. 72 years ago. Wow. And and I'm going to see if I can get him. I'm not positive I could do it. The first thing he did was on a Western movie show where they would go to the studio. And he did ads at eight. Oh, really? Eight years old. Oh, so he's good at them now. Hold on. I, I don't even remember some of these products, but they were- Just peanut butter, what, what Ranger was Joe uh, cereal. Cereal, yeah. Ranger Joe cereal. Yeah. Ranger you Joe. remember that. Uh, so when we, had, when we had the mystery co-host, he came in, he shared a tidbit, but not the full details of a right. story where he embarrassed himself while doing a, a commercial ad. Ranger Joe cereal? Yes. Ranger Do you remember Joe. any of these products? No. Lummis peanut butter? Sylvan seal milk? All right, anyway, he used to do ads for them. And here he is 72 years later, Al, doing ads every two seconds. Yeah, him and, uh, games. him and Mike, yep. 
And uh, we got some great stuff to get through with Merrill Reese. But but I want to start the show today because I looked in the mirror today. And I can say this because Josie's not here. There was no guy standing <laughs> behind me. Right. <laughs> and I started to wonder if I'm stupid mm-hmm. and the rest of the world is is smart. Okay. Now, I'm not alone in my stupidity because when I watch these Eagles, yeah, 14 and 3, mm-hmm. I remain Thoroughly unimpressed with the coordinators. I mean, thoroughly unimpressed. Mm -hmm. And yet yesterday, the news came out, Al, that uh, the two of them, Steichen and Gannon combined, will have four interviews for head coaching jobs. Now, it's fascinating the way it's breaking because last time Gannon got three and Steichen got one. Right. This time, Steichen's getting three so far, and Gannon's getting one. Well, the offense. All right. At, oh. Well, hold on a minute. I'm, gonna, I, I'm not that thrilled with either one of these guys, Rhea. But uh, Gannon's only speaking with the Texans, who he spoke to last year. Okay. Then they went with Lovey Smith, Ooh. and then they had immediate what an regret. That worked out well. That is. And then Lovey Smith, I guess he kind of he, he kind of invited his firing by pulling that game out and losing the first pick. Nice. He knew he was going. What the hell? I got, you know what? Whatever it was, it was kind of funny the way that broke. But Steichen gets three now. Texans, Colts, Panthers. Gannon gets just Texans. And I think both of these guys stink. Now, I see some people say, well, they're not ready. Right? That's what Mike Lombardi yeah. said last week. Right. They're not ready. No, I don't think they'll ever be ready. Well, that's not. You don't know that. I don't think no. they know what they're doing. And, and I want to try to lay out my case and see where I am uh, compared to the fans of this town. You're with me, I, right, I, I wouldn't say stink, but I am not impressed. Not impressed. Al, do you think these guys are good coordinators? Look at their record. Yeah. No, I, I, you do. Well, I mean, I, I, you can only go right. by what's presented good. there. I, I mean, didn't get to the, talk to you yeah. yesterday, so let me uh, lay oh, my yeah. case uh-huh. out. Prepare oh, yourself. Yeah, yeah. Al, what? Uh, Sunday's game. They had to win that. I was. I thought I was impressed. They brought Hertz back, and Hertz. Uh, they, 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 Taylor they, Hertz was so, not healthy. Yeah, so they want the, the offensive coordinator completely took yeah. their offense off the board, yeah. and won. Then they won the game. Kept the quarterback healthy. Yeah. Didn't let him run. So basically, when you don't, it's not even not letting him run. Not having a threat of him running changes everything, and they connect the dots and win the game. Um, let me just say what that is. I hope you don't take this wrong. That is a stupid take. (laughs) Stupid. That's just stupid. Well, what's so stupid about it? Hurts is injured. You want to protect him. Don't run the ball. Don't run him with the ball because you're going to get hurt, right? Yeah. Let's dial up nine consecutive passing plays to start the game. That's that's intelligent. Nine straight. Joe, play it. Nine straight. Nine straight. Listen. Let's see what the first play is from Jalen Hurts. Hurts looks, Hurts fires, completed a crossing pattern. He's back again, he's looking, firing, and he throws it out of bounds. Steps up, he fires over the middle, complete. Fakes, looks, fires, he completes it, fires for the end zone, and it is incomplete. Hurts looking, he's being chased, he stops, he throws, and it is out of bounds, incomplete. Down Hurts back again, flares it out, he's got Devontae Smith. Comes the rush, he steps up, he's going to run. And he dives down, but he will lose a yard on the play. Fakes, he slings it out, and he has the first down to Goddard. Nine passes called in a row yeah. with an injured quarterback. 
But he's but in you, what world is this logic? In a world where you know the guy hasn't played forever, you just want to get used to the offense again. You just throw things that are safe, get down, don't get hurt, and try to get your timing down with your with your receivers because it's the only game you're going to play for what three weeks. All right, now I want you to hear Nick Sirianni's explanation. Okay, because I confronted him with the nine straight passes to start. All right, and he he gave us a very general explanation of why the Eagles all year have favored the pass to the run. See if you buy it. We're number one in rushing the football last year in the NFL. And we were number 23 or 24 in passing. And we said to ourselves, if we want to be the explosive offense and score the points that we need to do, this this needs to change, right? We need to be a top 15 passing team to to score the type of points that we know we need to score to do the things we need to do to, to win the division and to win playoff games. That's where our offense has been this year. We've, we are a top, we finished number five in rushing and we finished number nine in passing. And that's why we are number two in the NFL in scoring. All right. First of all, that does not address nine pass no, plays to doesn't. start a game. No, I right? did that for him. <laughs> yes. no, no, I know you did. You, <laughs> you tried did it to. well, Al. You tried to. It's not logical. In no actual world is it logical, and any coordinator who dials that series of plays up is incompetent. What Sirianni just said was a broad statement. Every game presents different challenges and obstacles. But but, under no game should you start with nine passes. Not when you're – no. No, I don't care what the circumstances are. You do not start a game with nine passes. And, Al, a lot of them, it was an empty backfield. All right. Now let me get to the other guy. Glad I can. Because he's worse. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I'm not even enjoying you defending these guys. It's annoying. I was I was happier yesterday when you weren't here. <laughs> All right, so Gannon. Uh, meanwhile, Gannon, Rhea, has, yep. he, has he impressed you this year? I, I'm more impressed with Steichen. I, you can make an argument because Steichen's been involved with Justin Herbert, now Jalen Hurts, the development of them. But Gannon, no, I'm not a fan of him. Here's the thing. All right, the biggest game for, for me, at least, was Christmas Eve mm-hmm. when the Eagles were playing the Cowboys. They put up, the Cowboys put 40 up. Keep in mind, the Cowboys put six up against the Commanders on Sunday. Mm. The Cowboys are not as good as the Eagles made them look on Christmas Eve. No. And here's a sampling of the brilliant soft zone he featured, Gannon featured in that game. Prescott back, pumps, fires, complete. Down to the 10, down to the 9, goes Schultz. He throws the ball and completes it and has a first down. He is rolling, he is throwing, and it is caught for a touchdown by Michael Gallup. He fires, he completes it to Pollard. Pollard was wide open. Mike, there are wide there are wide receivers who are wide open. This uh, d- genius defensive mm. coordinator using that soft zone, according to Generation Next Stat Analytics, yeah. uh, employed by the league, was 24 for 24. Prescott was 24 for 24. The following week, Andy Dalton was 20 for 24 against this genius. Let's get him in here and interview him to be our head coach. Yes, please. On what basis? (laughs) On what basis? On what basis? Because the numbers. That's what it is. The the basic numbers are that they have a great defense. All right, but that's not a byproduct of his coaching. It's the talent on the defense. I'm watching teams go up and down the field where it's not necessary. It it went back to the Bears game. I'm seeing receivers wide open all the time. The Bears game. That guy's going to be a head coach. (laughs) Yes. 
when you watch the games, you'll give, have a different opinion than reading the broad stats. Yeah, That's if you actually watch the games, you would not hire either of these guys to drive your bus. And yet both of them are hot commodities, and either I'm stupid or the world is. Oh, I'll put yeah, your, you put your, your mic, your mic on. on. See, first day back. Let's not have a vote. <laughs> no, we're not going to vote on that. We've developed over the years a, a, a mutual respect. That's, uh, you would not <laughs> say that, that I was stupid. Oh, I mean, Am look at Am I look. stupid, Rhea? Uh, these guys are not. Well, would you are, hire them? Those are two separate questions. <laughs> would you hire them? Stike and I would think about absolutely. Oh, jeez. Is either one an upgrade over Lovey? Would you hire huh. either one of them? Yeah, I would. John, stupid. Uh, uh, I would not. Johnson, I would you not. are underrated oh, listen, the, at WRT. You're <laughs> underrated. And the last month of Eagles football, where everybody else, where other playoff teams are starting yep. to peak and grow, the Eagles have started to go downhill yes. a lot with their play calling. So now, it, it, a I'll lot of that. questions. I got some information on that that may make people feel better. I know it made me feel better. Okay. You can grow. But, but these two guys, <laughs> I watch every play of every game. And these two guys are not head coaching material. Well, stupid. They are not. Here, they the, are not. The problem is you don't watch every play of every other team. I <laughs> no, I I watch a lot of them. Well, I don't have much going on in my life, Al. So I watch every red zone channel I watch every game I can. And these guys drive me nuts. And now they're on tour to do interviews for Ed <laughs> Why Cousin. are you complaining? No, I'm not complaining. You want them I, to do that. I, I do, but well, it doesn't really matter to me much anymore. I'm not going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Full disclosure. <laughs> I'm glad you're so upset about something really you don't, don't care about. No, I care about this year. Yes. And I know how much they have to me and they have not earned head coaching jobs by the job they have done a year. That is my take. Let me go to my brother Rocco for the dirty third. Rock, do you agree with me? Yes, and maybe for a different reason. Now their egos are going to make them so stubborn oh. Oh. in the playoffs. And we've seen that before. And we've seen that before. That's my concern. Rock, would you hire either one of these guys if you had an NFL team? I, I think you got to ask the questions on who they're replacing. Oh, and and that that I think will be the uh, the essential answer. You know the problem, Ange, and this is why we feel so badly uh, about this situation is that what occurred this past Sunday should have happened three weeks ago. We went through all these weeks of misery and see a decline and some kind of downward spiral thinking in management. And the, the and we kind of like crept in to the position we should have had three weeks ago. And so why we're we're we're, we're tepid at best. We're enthusi- with enthusiasm. Well, you're right because the last month they have not played the way they did the first three. No question about it. But I am saying to you, Rock, that I just like to simplify. If I've got an injured quarterback and I've got a coordinator calling plays. And he calls nine straight pass plays to start a game against the scrubs of a te- another team that, that, that isn't even trying to win. That is incompetence. Rocco, that is stupid. Especially with the fact, if you factor in why your quarterback got hurt, yes. it was the play calls mm-hmm. against Chicago. Yeah, perfect point. 
They you know? they put this kid up and hung him out to dry against Chicago. He is still injured from that game. Let's put him back into the line of sight of all these uh, pass rushers. It was yeah. it made no sense. And Rock, he's getting three interviews. Right, and it's and, you know it's a situation where they're overthinking it, they're overevaluating things, and they think they're the smartest people in the room. I mean, we've seen it. We've seen it how many times, Angie? A lot. Not just here in a Philadelphia. Lot. Not just here in Philadelphia, but globally. So, you know. I don't get it. Rock, I, you were here when Jim Johnson was a defensive coordinator. Nobody ever gave him an interview. You know, Is anybody in this city ready to tell me that Jonathan Gannon is a better defensive coordinator than Jim Johnson was? No. So I, I what mean, changed <laughs> when this guy's a hot commodity? Jim Johnson was a genius defensively. <laughs> no one ever he, gave him a sniff. No, because it's a repeat league. Everybody is looking for the next young, hot commodity to take them to the top. Like then, Arizona, yeah. All right, yeah. Rocco. Well, that didn't work Rocco, out well. you would look great with this Brandon Graham black helmet autograph. Who is still great or was still great after 30? Well, I'm going to stick with Philadelphia, and we got to go with the executioner, Bernard Hopkins. Mm. Bernard Hopkins is a, a great, a great star. Good. And you know what's great about it? It's not obvious. You had to think about it for a second. I like that. He was great well into his 40s. Well into his 40s. 215-592-9494. Now, I got some big information for you when we come back. If you would like to attend the Eagles' divisional round playoff game, mm-hmm. you will have an opportunity today, Hal. And I know uh, we've been waiting all year for this. Jeff Lurie spoke. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. He did the he did the speech mm-hmm. in the locker room after they won, and you get to hear it when we return. 215 59.